it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Trisha. And this is Sarah Mulcair. And this is going to be a blinking fascinating conversation. We're going to get incredibly nerdy and geeky, which I love. And this is because Sarah is a messenger marketing and chat box specialist. But please, Sarah, introduce yourself and tell us what you do. Thank you very much. Yeah, so my name is Sarah Mulcair and um, I've worked in tech for quite a long time, but for about the past um, eight months to a year, I've been specialising in chatbots. So particularly messenger marketing, helping businesses use Facebook Messenger to talk to their customers, but not in a spammy way, in a really fun way, delivering really amazing customer service to people and just giving a really useful experience to them and helping them themselves save time and money and make more sales. Yeah, it sounds good to me. And, do you know, there will be people thinking, oh, hang on, this podcast is called, you know, Be Real As You Grow Your Business. How can you talk about chat box and all that kind of digital malarkey because that's so not real? So we're going to sort of kind of really delve into that because I believe that there's something very aligned with um, being real and human and this whole sort of digital evolving world so um so just so people don't switch off immediately <laughs> uh, this is going to be a fascinating conversation um actually just ex- i know this sounds crazy but just explain briefly what chatbox is so a chatbot is basically a way that you can create um an automated message so an automated conversation between your business and a customer um so actually if you think about it in a different way it's very like something like siri or alexa but it's just in a messaging app like Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp as opposed to by voice. So it's almost a bit like a choose your own adventure. So if you think you go and talk to um, Siri or you talk to Alexa and you ask it a question and it can respond to you in a certain way, it's kind of like that, but for a messaging app. So there's lots of different ways you can take it. You can go to the kind of extreme that a really big business might do and they might have a chatbot that can recognize things that you type to it. It has a personality. It can kind of type back to you. Um, But for small business owners, we're really talking about much more simple chatbots where you design a simple conversation and people can go down a defined path that you've set. So as an example, you might have a simple messenger chatbot which sits in your Facebook page. If somebody sends a message to your Facebook page, the conversation replies back to them immediately and might do something like for example tell them your opening hours or it might tell them um help them set an appointment say you're a hair salon or something like that so it's just very simple back and forth and it takes care of some of the really automated tasks that you might do a lot as a business owner but that's not really what you should be doing and you know Mm. your time is a bit more valuable you should be doing something a bit more value added to people and you know what you're really good at rather than the kind of simple tasks that a computer could do for you Mm. Yeah, oh, it's so interesting because when you go into the bigger businesses, you know, they haven't all got it right by any means, have they? No. <laughs> um, so I actually put something, I think it was on Instagram yesterday, I put a little screenshot of um, 
a, a message that I got from a big company and they were saying how had I enjoyed the experience of um, and you know it was all this between naught and ten or whatever and I was thinking well this is blinking ridiculous because the whole experience from beginning to end is so nuanced it's so not able to be answered with numbers yes. and I just thought this is annoying now this is just annoying so I think maybe for small businesses we're in a better space because we can really really think about what we're trying to say and uh, not kind of chuck out to the world a series of stupid things like that um, <laughs> absolutely so, <laughs> um but before, right so we're going to delve down into that and I just wanted to know actually a bit more about how you ended up in this chat box space because you didn't you didn't stop <laughs> space at all um and you're not very old uh, at least i'm assuming you're not um so in a fairly short space of time you've gone from law to yep. chat box oh gone tell, tell kind of in, in a very modeled way as well it's not even direct so <laughs> um yeah so we, we were just talking about this before we before we hit record trisha and i both were at bournemouth university at the same time back in the early early 2000s <laughs> I was doing a, a law degree it was actually law with tax you know if you can make a law degree any more fun you add, add tax into the mix um and so you know I, I finished that degree and um went into the the graduate scheme at KPMG as a tax accountant it was that kind of you know a, a good good job in inverted commas to kind of you know just go into straight after uni um trained as an accountant quite quickly realized that being an accountant was not what filled me with joy at all um <laughs> by the way tried... any accountants out there we know that it can be joyful yes yeah. it can be brilliant if you're doing you know you have to be in the right place you for are. you yeah exactly yeah. yeah but for me it definitely was not and it was just a kind of it's been this way i've looking back actually reflecting on things that i have done it was one of those things where i've, I've done it and i've you know you do all the exams and you study and i passed them all but i never it kind of never really clicked in my brain mm. it was never really came that naturally to me and it just, it just it wasn't really a good fit for me. So I quickly moved um, teams within KPMG. Luckily, it's a massive company. I moved to London and I got into a software team. And I'd always been interested in tech and, and software and things. So I moved into a team up there and we were part of um, a bigger team making software that helped really massive corporations like IBM um, to file all their tax returns around the world. So you weren't doing the actual accounting and the tax, but you were helping people use the software, training them on how to use it, being a kind of go-between between the tech kind of the team as a tech geek that were making it all and then the end user so you'd have to kind of translate almost the the requirements kind of what people wanted improved training them how to use it things like that it was really I really liked being that kind of go-between mm. between them um mm. then I had a, <laughs> a bit of a, a crazy um <laughs> quarter life crisis or something and decided to go back to uni and train in nutrition <laughs> it was just one of those things I'd always had as a little interest in my head and there was an opportunity to go back to uni which I loved being at uni and um do it without having to pay tuition fees Perfect. and luckily I have a very supportive amazing understanding husband that kind of helped fund us through it um quite a lot so I went back to uni and I worked uh, studied in nutrition at King's in London which was really 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 fun um, and then at the end of it I ended up joining a tech startup um, that made uh, nutrition related apps which was fantastic. So it was in London. This was a couple of years ago. There's a company called Oviva. They're actually, they're quite amazing. So they make this app, which helps dietitians communicate with their patients and their clients in between appointments. Wow. 
and they're actually getting amazing results with it. So it's not automated, but it involves chat. And that's kind of what started to get me interested in chat yeah. and, and chatbots. Um, so this app they have, it's a bit like WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger, but it's a direct communication channel between a dietitian and their patients. And so it's being commissioned all across the NHS, all around the country. And so say, for example, you were diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in the traditional kind of model of how it works. You might get to see a dietitian once every three months or so because, you know, funding cuts, people aren't yeah, yeah. being able to be seen by dietitians. And so if you've got to make big lifestyle changes and lose a lot of body weight to try and improve your condition, there's just not much they can do seeing you so infrequently. And you just you can't really get that support from someone. So instead, if in places where this app's being commissioned, people have their own personal dietitian on the other end of an app and they can message them every day if they want to. The dietitian might reply once a week or once every few days, depending on what their particular area of the NHS is funded for funded for. But the person, you know, with the condition, they can send pictures of their meals across to the dietitian. Wow. They type to them like they're typing to a friend. And people are getting really amazing results because they're getting that kind of frequent support. And then also what I noticed when I was there, which I was so interested in, was that you've gone from this relationship that you'd have with your dietitian of almost something a bit more formal, like going to your doctor, to something where it almost felt more, more friendly. And people would, the dietitians that I worked with there said that their patients would often be almost more honest or more forthcoming with what they'd been eating and what they're struggling with because it felt like texting a friend oh wow so this really kind of was making me think about this is you know at the same time i was seeing all this these articles about how people want to be able to send chat messages to businesses you know they want to be able to just send a quick message they don't want to phone up they don't want to kind of type out a long email they just want to send kind of quick messages get a quick reply yeah and i was seeing yeah. this in real life so there was no automation in this app at aviva it was real people at the end of it it's but you could people. see this impact oh, okay. of of chat and kind of messaging and yep. the results that people would get from being kind of more almost more themselves in a chat yeah. in a text chat than you know on an email or a phone call or something it was very, really really interesting so that, that kind of piqued my interest oh my gosh no wonder and then and then obviously this journey i can now see the connection <laughs> this, this is now obvious it um, looks very random on paper <laughs> yeah but i love that but life is random isn't it and the yeah. sport, you know everybody i speak to in here has a story and it, they, you know they didn't just wake up and this was what they were doing and you know blah 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 i love this so this relationship building in a mm. right so I, ju I just thought when you were saying that of an example so my uh, my lovely daughter is now is living in the Philippines and oh, she's amazing. now been there for a couple of years and she's had a baby and she's with a Filipino guy there, incredibly happy and she's set up a backpacking hostel and all, all's well. Um, now, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, how sad, Tricia, your daughter's right around the other way. But you know what? We use WhatsApp. Mm. And um, yeah, I got her, her brothers on the on the group as well. We talk as if we were in the same room. So in this is very similar to what you're saying because back in the day because i'm very old so i can go back <laughs> um we used to do like ml letters and you used to have to you have you used to have to work out long long distance um calls telephone calls you had to really work out how you were going to time it and yeah really expensive oh they were God. fortune weren't they yeah absolutely this was all part of it. And you sat down there with your old fashioned phone and you just, oh my God. <laughs> so then if we were living then, I would feel cut off from my mm. daughter. But now, um, no, not at all. It's like we're, ha because what you can do 
is you don't have to sit down and figure out all the things you're going to say, write a list, and we need to catch up about that, and I need to tell her about this. And that. You literally go on there and you say, oh my God, just seeing this place really reminded me of you, or whatever. Yeah. They come back and say, oh, memories, ah, oh, sick face, or whatever, you know, and it's just <laughs> so normal. It's just so normal. No big deal. You don't feel you've got to book a time in. And this is, this is basically what we're getting to with this automation that you're that you're now specializing in and i just think that's fascinating tell us you, we've got a bit of a case um history that you and i both know about because i was i was there and I was partaking <laughs> i was partaking in this chat box thing so tell us about the you are the media conference was it last year that you it was this year this year this year time is just flying trisha <laughs> I know, I know. Tell us the story of the chat box story. Yeah, so uh, You Are The Media Conference is a fantastic conference that happens, this was the second year, wasn't it, this year, um, down in Bournemouth, organised by Mark Masters of You Are The Media. Um, and I was kind of, I'd done, I'd made a, a chat bot for an event previously. So this was for um, my friend Erin, Erin Thomas-Wong from Making Mumpreneurs. She has an amazing event that she runs twice a year and we'd kind of, she'd let me very kindly experiment with putting together a chatbot for her event to kind of give people, basically give people information about the day for the conference and kind of answer people's questions about, you know, her having to constantly ask the questions and things. And I was getting more and more ideas for how maybe you could build some kind of messenger experience for an event or a conference or something to kind of make it more fun build up some buzz beforehand and just just kind of make the day a bit more interactive so I was talking to Mark about it and he was very kindly let me have a go and put something together for you are the media um, and it was a lot of fun and he got really really into it you know we're kind of talking about making your you know if you do have automation making it kind of fit your personality and sound like you and not be just a kind of you know automated please rate your experience from one to ten kind of thing and someone like mark of a big personality is kind of perfect for you know trying to translate that across within messaging so oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we created this messenger experience i think it's like a diversion but i hate calling them chatbots sometimes because bot for a lot of people yeah. kind of it feels like you know a spammy bot you might get on instagram or twitter and yeah i feel like you know messenger bots almost need a rebrand but i don't know what they should be called mm. <laughs> we yeah. talked a lot about this with people yeah so we made this messenger experience um so it was in facebook so everybody that was coming to the conference would receive a link into messenger to this experience and it would do things like give you information about the conference that's coming up um give you links to all the speakers so you can find out more about them um, for this particular conference everybody bar one i think of the speakers had been on the you are the media podcast previously so the messenger bot would link you back to their their podcast episode so you could listen to it and learn a bit more about them if you didn't know that particular speaker before which i had a lot of fun doing that because i hadn't heard all of the episodes before so that oh, was sorry. brilliant yeah. um and then the great thing about it was we had about a week before the conference between launching the bots and the conference starting. Um, and so we sent out kind of behind the scenes messages yeah. in the week running up to it to kind of get people excited about it and build up, you know, even more of the buzz behind it. And Mark was fantastic. So he was recording videos for me to send in the bot yeah. to people. And some of the speakers recorded videos like Andrew and Pete and John Burkhart. So it was just a really fun way to be able to kind of, almost extend the fun of the conference because yeah. if you've been yeah. to you are the media conference you know it's really fun and, and people then, can so opt out was, of them was, you know this was you're not all spamming. Before, yeah this was all before and then and then on the day 
I don't, I can't remember. I just remember interacting. What was it? Um, we just had a lot of you asked a question, didn't you? It was like yeah. a little, little survey type thing. We had some. Oh, that was afterwards. Yeah. So for this particular one, so other events that I've made chatbots for, June, I have had June. things yeah. to do on the day, but I knew that actually where the, this conference is held is the Shelley Theatre and the Wi-Fi mm. and the 3G and the 4G mm. is not very good there. So I didn't yeah. put anything in it to happen on the day because yeah. there is a thing to think about. If you are yeah. making a, a messenger bot experience where people have to interact, if you're somewhere with no signal, yes. it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a thing that went out after the conference and it was a quiz. Yeah. It went out a week after. And it was a quiz, um, just like a really fun interactive quiz to kind of test your memory of the conference. How well were you paying attention? So it had kind of some more serious questions about kind of, you know, what was the, um, so for example, Andrew and Pete's talk was about their 90-10 method and approach yeah. to your, your yeah. content marketing and everything in your business. So the question about their talk kind of focused on that. And then, but there was some that were a bit more silly, yeah. um, but it was just quite a fun way to re-engage everyone again, like a week after the conference, you've kind yeah. of, you've had your great day, you've gone home. Um, yeah. And then you kind of go back to normal again and then you get these, this kind of messaging through and a fun kind of interaction, see who could get the best score and it pops and this, up again and afterwards. This is, this is the thing that at no point did I feel it was um, spammy, um, manipulative, um, not, not resonating with the kind of people that were there it, because everything you'd done was obviously based on, you know, a, a human starting point. Yeah. And I think it's really, it's really important to make sure that if you're creating any kind of automated bot and automated messages that kind of a, it reflects your brand and you. So if you're, if you're a small business and a personal brand, it's so much easier. Like if you're a big business, it's quite hard to do, I think. Um, and also B, it's just, it's not spammy and it's completely um, kind of user driven. Mm. So it might be some people love love interacting with a bot and they might want to go into a bot and get their questions answered or receive updates and things. Some people, they're just, they're not interested. They just don't want anything in their Facebook messenger. They want to stick to email. So as long as you're giving people really, really clear ability to opt themselves out of it every time you send a message and you have a menu in there so they can take themselves out or you can give them a little subscription dashboard so they can choose, pick and choose what kind of thing to be told about in messenger. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Perfect. And I mean, with with Facebook, I don't use Facebook that much, but I have set up, you know, the the, the thing that that responds if somebody makes, you know, make sends a message, or whatever. And the thing to remember is, you know, when you set that up, do it as a human being, not as a sort of um, admin assistant or whatever that doesn't know you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, this is your perfect opportunity to just speak in your voice, just mm. like you would do if you were talking to them. So don't say. Uh, many thanks for responding to this page we'll get back to you within the uh, you know if that's not your style then say hi great love to hear from you i'll get back as soon as i can uh, yeah. whatever it is you might i mean th this is why it's not there isn't such a black and white situation is there between digital and human they are they, they should be kind of working together i guess mm. Actually, what you just said, I've got a really good example. Um, I can give you to put in the show notes if you want, because it's probably the most perfect one I saw of a small business using that kind of, um, it was slightly more um, complicated than an autoresponder, but it was a bot that essentially did the same thing. So it's this brand in America, they're called Kindred Bravely, and it's an e-commerce store for new mums. So they design kind of um, clothes that are suitable for breastfeeding and nursing bras and things like that. Um, so their automated response that they've designed using a bot 
I'm just going to read it out because it's, it just fits their brand so well. And it says, hi, our customer service team is a small group of stay-at-home mums, so we're not always online to provide immediate assistance. However, here's a few options that can help get you started. And then it links through to their three most commonly asked question points. So it links to their get help with sizing, how to return something and customer care. And then it says, if we're unable to answer your question at this time, we'll get back to you in between feedings during nap time or after dropping the kids off at school. In the meantime, how can we help you today? And then it, oh, so it's just, it's brilliant because it's setting that expectation that, okay, maybe you won't get a reply till tomorrow until later or until later today or something, but it's completely fitting their oh, brand so and their good. ethos as a company. I looked at their website and everything is all about, it's all about, we're designed by mums for mums. Everyone that works here is a mum. It's just the whole brand. And yeah they've used this automation. It's really simple. It's not a big complicated setup, yeah. but it's just a way to manage that inbox. So many people get stressed out by the, um, the little uh, bit by your inbox on Facebook that tells people how quickly you respond and they feel they have to be responding instantly to messages. Yeah. Otherwise they're going to have something that says you don't respond for two days. And so people won't message them and won't be customers, <laughs> but you can just set up something. So yeah, <laughs> you can just set up something so simple like that. And it just reflects you and your your values as a person which is which is really easily everything we should be doing and i mean you know um I, oh gosh this is so difficult sarah because actually i could we could carry on blabbering <laughs> on about this forever um so is there so is there a small little tip that you can think of that a small i mean clearly if people want to really go for this and get this set up you know um well then they come to someone like you basically mm-hmm. that's 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 simple um if they are at a stage where they can't necessarily afford to invest in that support is mm-hmm. there is there anything that they can think about the way they're doing it you know and, and do it themselves there's definitely ways you can do it yourself. So um, the software that I use to create um, my Facebook Messenger bots is called ManyChat. There's other ones available, but ManyChat, yeah. honestly, is the best one, especially for beginners. And you don't need to know any coding. You don't need to be particularly techy to be able to use it. Um, they've got a free training course on their website. They've just launched a new one, in fact, um, which is quite short. It's not too difficult to go through. And that will teach you some of the basics. I think in this particular course, they take you from, they have um, an imaginary, um, I think it's a fitness instructor, and they go through the process of how to build out a bot for that instructor and it includes things like booking appointment times and things. Um, so that's quite a good one to follow. Um, and if, if you do want to go about setting your own bot, I have got a template. If you'd like, I'll give you the link to put in the show notes, um, just to do a simple automated one like that, um, maternity store one that just gives an automated message, a couple of links, nice and simple. But in terms of thinking about how you would go about building out your kind of automated conversation. Um, I would say the main thing is just to really think about the user experience and think about how making it conversational. Mm -hmm. So making it back and forth. So try to change your mindset around it. So it's not like your email marketing. It's not like your social media because those are much more kind of, even though people can reply and leave comments, Mm -hmm. they're much more like broadcasting. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a, a chat bot, think about the kind of conversations that you have with people over message. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes exactly. if I sometimes if I'm messaging my husband throughout the day and he doesn't reply, I might have messaged him a few times of things, and he opens it up and he will just have you have loads and loads of messages to look at and it's just overwhelming. You want to make it kind of just a bit more back and forth, make it two ways. So you can turn something like an email marketing message into a chatbot message, but you need to break it up. So you can use little things like buttons um, and emojis and things or ask people questions and just make it a bit more conversational. So instead of having, you know, 
loads and loads of text yeah you could explain something and then have yeah. a button to say it's something about you know a question you, know, you have something in your chatbot flow about your returns process because you're you know a company that, that posts something yeah. maybe out and sells things you could um give them the information about it and then make it quite short make it yeah. brief and then have a little button that says you know does that make sense and they can reply yes or no or does that answer yeah. your question yes or no. yeah. you just kind of try to make it yeah, that's a conversation. Yeah, that is a. Uh, in fact, is is the phrase conversational marketing an actual phrase? Yes, it is. I've got. Um, Brilliant! I love sure, it. But I've got. There's a there's a really good book actually that was written I think last year and it's called Conversational Marketing and it's by. Um, I think the founder of Drift, one of the companies that builds chatbots you can have embedded in your website. And it's fantastic. It's all okay, about... We'll put, we'll put a link to that as well. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is way too helpful. Um, this, <laughs> this, this episode, uh, warning, this episode is too helpful. Um, no, but this is typical of you, Sarah, as always, incredibly generous giving <laughs> all this. But, but at the end of the day, you know, people like you, me, all the, all the people that I'm interviewing, of course, we are set up as businesses and we want you to work with us and pay us, you know, but that doesn't mean to say that in the meantime, you know, we, we, we just want to build relationships with people and get them to understand more so that then they get more enthusiastic about it and then ultimately do want the extra layer up. And so that, that's what we're all about here. And this yeah. has just been so useful. Okay. And I, I'm going to have to like ration myself now. Um, but, <laughs> but the obvious solution is that you come back and we do another episode at some stage um, because this has been blinking fascinating and thank you so much so sarah i know that you've got a couple of workshoppy things coming up one will probably have happened by the time this podcast episode is released but you've got um another one coming up tell us more about it yeah so i've got a um a breakfast workshop coming up on the 5th of november and that's at intergage offices in pool in dorset so that's a free workshop if you want to book onto it i think it's an hour and a half um, you can come along, just find out a bit more about how you can use chatbots in your business, how to get started and see lots of examples of them. Perfect. Have a bit of a and, chat. and in terms of people getting um, to know you more and what you do or um, like the template you mentioned, where, where, where's your sort of main place of contact? Well, that? if you come along to sarahmolcare.com forward slash Trisha, then my chatbot will deliver it to you and give you lots more information and have a conversation with you. What? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just anything with my name in. I'm, I'm obviously now really, really fascinated. I wasn't listening to any of the rest of it, but now you've mentioned my name, I'm right. <laughs> Sarahmolcare.com forward slash Trisha. Yep. I love, I love, <laughs> I love you. Um, this is fantastic. Okay, we're going we're gonna to say goodbye now, but of course we live quite near to each other and we're probably yes. going to see each other very soon. So I look forward to that and um, everybody get to know Sarah online and all the show notes will have all these fabulous links and have a great day. Thank you, you too. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. It's obvious you've got a load of resources, loads of homework to do. I absolutely insist you go and get the show notes and download them. From my website, you've got a free template to experiment with. You've got other resources there to give you some more tips. Why not? Why not try it out in a small way? But whatever you do, remember all the lovely insights you've had from listening to Sarah. Lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com 
forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be.